the Cannabis Business Coach. Hi, Mike Z here, author of the Cannabis Business Book, and you're listening to the Cannabis Business Coach Podcast, where I chat with and coach the highest performing entrepreneurs in the cannabis industry. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. The Cannabis Business Coach. Hi, Mike Z here, and on today's episode of the Cannabis Business Coach Podcast, I have the one and only, so extraordinary, Miss Mary, that's right, Miss, not Mary Jane, but Mary Pryor, who is always bringing the fire, and today we're going to get inspired. That's my little freestyle for you, Mary, and I'm so excited to have you on the show because you're one of the funniest people I know in cannabis and beyond. And you're one of the realest people I know in cannabis and beyond. And so I, I, I don't even really care about talking about cannabis today. I just want to have fun. I, it's always fun when, when we get to connect and chat and, and, and talk, talk some shit. So <laughs> what is it like when you cannabis coach someone like I, 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 maybe I need to be cannabis coach. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> You've come to the right place, Mary. Well, I, I'm happy to do all that. But first, I would love it if you could give the folks at home an intro, a little about Mary Pryor and all the work you do in the cannabis cool. world. So my name is preferably Mary. I don't know why people like to put my first name and my last name together, exposing all of my government names. Um, so let's just go with Mary, thanks. Um, I'm originally from Detroit. I reside on the East Coast. Um, season, sat, seasonal weather, depression, whatever, is uh, kicking my butt. So right now I'm enjoying my daylight machine which is, you know, just a big ass light in my face, which totally makes me feel like my eyes are going to burn out of my skull, but who cares? I legally stepped into the industry in 2017, co-founder of Canaclusive and co-founder of Cannabis for Black Lives and co-founder of a fitness wellness collective called Fit for Us and co-founder of a nonprofit that works on food insecurity and scarcity called Breaking Bread NYC with two, well, it's a team of five, but two additional cannabis folks are involved and that's Russell Marks and Daniel Swatch. Uh, And I'm co-founder of Cannabis for Black Lives. I think I've mentioned that once or twice. I like it that much. I mentioned it twice. Uh, I really just like my dream is to have a great husband and kids and have a bed and breakfast and walk around naked, not around the kids though, because that's a definite child protection issue. But um, my big dream is just to be sustainably comfortable in the industry. Cannabis is medicine. It's helped me out tremendously. And uh, yeah, we're in a pandemic and that's cool and horrible at the same time. It's only cool because it makes you really have to do a lot of self-work, but it's also really trash because when you're done with the self-work, you can't like just stop and go on a rager and have fun with no mask on. Um, I'm tired of my glasses fogging up whenever I try to breathe. Whenever I have a mask on, I have a lot of complaints about that. <laughs> um, this is amazing. And, you know, otherwise, 
I'm just trying to thrive and be healthy and use working out as a way to not stab anybody. How about you? <laughs> oh, Mary, you crack me up. Well, I hear that you're going through it a little right now. I am. I am. So, you can you can tell by my reaction to my question. Hundred percent. How did you know? <laughs> you're, you're not your you're not your usual. You know, in, in some ways you are, because you're always real and raw, in my experience. But you're not like super hyped and just like crushing. You know, super enthusiastic, invincible, super merry that I'm used to. Yeah, which is okay. Can't, we can't yeah, do we, we can't mean, do that all the time. I can't do that all the time at all. As a matter of fact, I will never do that again. I am so, <laughs> um, I, I really like, there, you can't be a hundred percent on all the time. It's not even normal. Um, people that are always on, I'm just kind of like, what? That freaks me out. So I think um, one of the big things I'm open to hearing about is how do you coach someone in cannabis that might be tired and might be feeling drained from cannabis. How do you cannabis coach someone who's in cannabis that needs to be coached because they feel like they're burned out, but they're open to coaching because they might want to deal with a nice cannabis coach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mary. Um, Well, first First of all, I got to tell you, I've been there more than once. Exactly where you are right now, I've definitely been there many, many a times, and I'm sure I'll be back there. It's only a matter of time because, as you know, this industry will kick your ass and there's, you know, it's a never-ending struggle. There's a ton of bullshit and it can be draining, especially when you're trying to do the right thing and you're trying to do good for others, which is so rare. I, at least in my experience, there's there's a lot of people who talk about doing that stuff and very few who actually do it. Agreed. And I know that you're one of the people that actually does it as, you know, as evidenced by the nonprofit work that you're doing and, and juggling five different things at once. I can't say that I'm surprised to hear that you're feeling burnt out because <laughs> you're doing like five things at once. And Oh, not to mention, I'm also CMO of a uh, tonic and Picola farms. And I also work for another very popular multi-state operator that I will not name because people are going to be on my reproductive parks in order to get my attention. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, I mean, I'll offer you this, which Ooh. is, first of all, we are still in a pandemic, right? So that's no, stressful. We are so, that's so annoying. That's, that's stressful. You know, let, me, let, me ask, let me ask you a question for you and your audience. I knew this was going to go for a minute. Like, I did not think it was going to be over by the summer. I wasn't out right. here being like a silly ninny thinking like, oh, this is going to be done in October. I'm, I'm looking at this from a two-year standpoint. Um, did, did you have, I had financial recession on my poker cards today, my bingo card for this year. I didn't have, um, global viral pandemic on it. Did you have it on yours? 
<laughs> no, that 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 skipped my crystal ball. I, I didn't get that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I I just wanted to say yes, we are in a global pandemic, which is already stressful and draining, especially when you're trying to protect your health. And on top of that, when you're working like five jobs, <laughs> you know, I, I think the good news is, Mary, that I'm part Caribbean. I can't help it. <laughs> you're supposed to be burnt out. I, I, I think if you weren't burnt out, given the circumstances, then I would really wonder, huh, what's going on here? Something's not adding up. But the, <laughs> the fact that you're doing all this stuff in a pandemic I think it makes perfect sense. You're exactly where you're supposed to be is like stressed out, burnt out and wanting to say, fuck cannabis, fuck cannabis business. I'm out. So, yeah, I just want to open up a, a llama farm. So how do you coach <laughs> someone who needs to be coached? Like coach me, like, like they make this come on. Like it's me, coach me. Let's, let's do it. Get my shit together. <laughs> so what do you want to have happen here? What does that mean to you? Wow. What, what, let's say, let, let me give you this. All right. Well, we got what, like 30 minutes left together. You know, if at the, if, if I coached my ass off and just like rocked your world, what would that look like 30 minutes from now? What would, what would that sound like? What would that feel like? So what has to happen here today for you to feel like, you know, damn, Mike Z, that guy can coach. <laughs> <laughs> I would need to feel that I am in a space where people are starting to care about equity and inclusion. And they're not just being like liars and really lying behind their intention. That's what I would need to feel. And I would need to feel a little bit more confident in human beings, which might be outside of your scope of coaching. Um, that might be like a life thing. Um, and I would really just need to feel like I'm encouraged to keep uh, keep at it. Yeah, because I've been going super hard. Like I put on, I put on my blinders and I was like, I gotta work because this thing is crazy. And I'm still working and I'm very, you know what? Let me take a step back because the privilege of being able to work right now is a major privilege piece. And a lot of people don't even acknowledge it. They just sideswipe it and say, oh, I'm so tired or whatever. I know people that can't pay their rent right now. So I need to acknowledge the fact that I'm in a position of privilege. Um, and even if I wasn't working right now, I'm still in a position of privilege, given the fact that like, I have like facility of my body parts, I have facility of like my insides, I have facility of my mind. Like there's privilege in a lot of these things that a lot of people may not have access to. So let me not be ungrateful, but it's normal to be burned out and it's normal to be exhausted. And I think that holding space for that and making people feel calm and feel assured is something that takes, yes, your own work, but for someone else to see it and to pick you up when you're feeling 
the pressures of pressure is important too. And I think that's the thing that I'd like to walk away with is feeling a bit more resolved and supported in how I feel and getting support in ways to affirm myself. Because um, this industry, although every industry has its own kinks, this industry is more kinky, and I don't mean in a fun way with fuzzy handcuffs than others. <laughs> what does that support look like or sound like for you? Well, you have a very comforting um, elevator voice. Like, I feel like you would allow me to like get on an elevator safely and on the background, like push the right button. And then I'd be like, oh, what a comfortable voice. And look at this very, you know. Mary, this is your wanted, conscious I wanted, speaking. <laughs> I wanted to feel like um, a soothing tape that puts you to sleep. That's the kind of coaching I want. I want to soothe my... I want to soothe my inner soul because like literally there are days where I'm like, nobody cares. Nobody cares about black lives. Nobody cares about doing the right thing. Nobody cares about um, like there, I have days like that and it gets really frustrating when you're trying to be supportive and be an advocate and care about what people do to support this industry and to not forsake or uh, forget those that are marginalized and harmed by the war on drugs in this space and still not recognized or respected. But, you know, it feels like you're pushing a goal and nobody cares about the fact that the goal is right there. That's how I feel. I feel like this, this is so healing to even express that. Wow, this is better than, it's not better than therapy, but it's a close second. Uh, I have me, like, I'm ready. <laughs> I have like four jokes I could make, but I'm trying to be serious for you, Mary. I'm trying well, to hold I want you to, I want you well, I want you to give me a joke. I mean, people need people to know that you're funny. By the way, everyone, this man is incredibly funny. Oh, thank he, you. He's he's already made himself crack up and laugh while we're on this <laughs> uh, podcast. That's, that's my time. MO, right? That's <laughs> yeah, laughing at your own jokes. Yes. It's oh, amazing. Man. That's one of my clients always makes fun of me for that. And I'm sure she will listen to this and be like rubbing it in my face. So thanks for that, Mary. Um, no problem. I, you know, I, I'll give you one half joke or I mean, it's a joke. It's just not that funny. But, you know, you asked for that like soothing elevator voice. I'm not really trying to put the listeners to sleep. So I'm not sure mm. I could give you that today. But OK, that's fair. <laughs> but um. I want to I want to check something out because I heard you say something earlier about you know supporting others feeling supported feeling lifted up feeling like there's a space for you where you're you're being held or whatnot and you know I want to ask you and I know the answer to this but do you do that for other people Mary yeah I do a lot or a little a lot a lot right and you know so first of all i see that i know that i knew the answer to that already because i know <laughs> I you say, why would you why would you ask such a traumatizing question yes 
Why is that traumatizing? <laughs> because it's a lot. Because you're when you're always in a space of giving, you're like, oh, sometimes you're like, oh, I have to fill it back up. And right. it's not people's responsibility to fill you up. That's supposed to be something that you can do for yourself too. So how, what are some ways that you can do that for yourself? Oh my goodness. Wow, this is where the coaching starts. So um, <laughs> I work out. I, I work out. I, I work out. <laughs> I sleep. I meditate. But I think like I've been doing that all pandemic and the pandemic is still here. And your cousins and my cousins and, you know, genetic cousins that we have are out here acting like there's not a pandemic going on. So then, you know, we're getting farther and farther away from being able to be, uh, how would you say, free from the inequities of uh, being forced inside forever. Well, not forever, just for the time being, because there will be an end to this. So I think that's the thing that I'm just running against is being exhausted from that and like, um, realizing that you know i've been doing those three things in that order because it's the only thing that you can do it's not like i can i mean i could go on a trip but i just a little risky just given i've seen enough videos where people don't wear masks and they get escorted off i don't want to be someone and i'll be damned if i get covid because i was on a plane and somebody decided to be ridiculous and scream at a uh, flight attendant because they had to wear a mask. I don't want to be in that video. I don't want to even have to post that video on my Instagram. It's going to mess up my feed in terms of the design and look and feel of it. <laughs> Mary, I heard you say something about when, when you're feeling exhausted or burnt out, you mm -hmm. have the story that you know the discouraged story of nobody cares about black lives nobody cares about yeah. equity you know nobody all of that stuff um so i want to say i want to honor that that that's real right that you feel that and that that in and of itself is daunting and taxing and scary and painful yes it is Thank and, you for respect, honoring that and mentioning that. I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. And I don't so, think people, I don't people, I don't, I don't think people understand that equity work is, is work and people, all things are work. Right. But in this people are like, well, you know, Biden's president, everything's okay. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, or you know, you know, this black person seems to be doing well. Okay, well, it's that black person. That's also racist that you think one, like we're, we're not a monolithic group. So there's a lot of education behind why people do what they do. Um, but I just, you know, human beings, I would just expect us to be better to each other um, at this moment in time. And I didn't, I wasn't prepared for it to still be ridiculous but I know what our ancestors dealt with and what your parents have seen or what my parents have seen is different from what we're dealing with. But it's like, geez, Louise, like we're still doing this type of reaction for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear that. That's, and that's frustrating. 
And there's a lot of people who aren't part of the solution, right? There's a lot of people yeah. who who haven't stepped up to to lead and do the hard work, which is daunting, which is painful. You know, if you're doing it right, it hurts, right? It's like you have to go through that pain to 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 get to the other side of it in some ways, in my experience anyway. And that's true. And so you know, you have a rep, Mary. I don't know if you know this. I have this. a rep? You have what, a rep. Oh my goodness. What's my reputation? <laughs> you know, as far as I know, <laughs> as far as I know, from what I heard. Oh uh, my word, goodness gracious. Word on the street is you're, you're one of the leaders at, at the at very least in cannabis as far as being a voice, being active, advocating for for black people, for inclusion, for justice. You know, that's what I heard, at least. <laughs> that's what I heard. So, you know, I wanna, I don't know, maybe, maybe you, maybe you need to hear that today. I don't know, maybe that's part of the affirmation is that like, hey, at, at least you're part of the solution and not a part of the problem. Oh, wow, that, wow, look at that. Okay, that was a coaching loophole. Okay, I see. <laughs> I see what you did. Loophole. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's that funny. was a coachable moment. I, but the thing is, I, I don't, I don't know if it's words of affirmation. I, 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 I think it's just like everybody needs to be caring about. It can't just be me. Here we go. It can't. It's not a singular fight, right? It's as far as access to medicine and afford it, making it affordable and home grow and equity and equality and inclusion, it can't just be like, I am one of the leaders. Like when you say one of the leaders, it's like, even out of that mix of leaders, it's still not enough people. Like everybody should want to be a leader in this. Everybody should want to participate in making this industry recognizable into the fact of the issues regards to racism and institutionalized racism and social stratification and problems with how this industry is being whitewashed and or is whitewashed and eliminating um you know people that are indigenously part of this plant's history whether they are indigenous as part of being from latina culture indigenous whether it's from asian culture indigenous whether it's just indigenous as in the natives who have been part of the Americas first, whether it's like actual African tribes and the African connections of, you know, the plant itself. Everybody should want to be on the same wave. So when I hear you say one of the few leaders, I'm like, that's not enough. One of a few or one of many and the many still isn't enough is, it's heartbreaking to understand that we still have to conference and communicate to people that they need to give a shit about making this industry equitable and accessible. It's not hard to want to do that with intention. It's truly not hard, but that intention has to be there. And so I either have to play to your sensitivities as a human being or I have to let you know that as a human being, I have to play the sensitivities of commerce, which is saying that in this form of capitalism, 
The only way that I'm going to make you think about making a change is I have to convince you that there's a percentage of people that care enough about this that they're not going to buy your products or support your brand or your MSO if they don't see these things pointing to attempting to do something for equity, equality, and inclusion. And those are also three different things, right? I even try to get away from using the word diversity now because the way that it's been co-opted, especially in cannabis. And the word equity is now getting flipped around. And so, you know, I say cannabis equity, I just say equity. I don't put social in front of it anymore because it's not social equity, it's equity, period. It's not, it's, it's equity. Like it just, it is what it is. It's making an equitable industry, no matter if it's advertising, no matter if it's tech, no matter if it's cannabis, psilocybin is a whole other issue that's being robbed of its indigenous roots. So equity is equity. And, you know, like having to play these types of like, a, I don't want to say mind games, but having to let people understand that they're not taking this seriously is very, very tiring work that'll make you feel like people don't intentionally want to make a change in this space. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes I sense. Also answer, I, I also answered your question about what the state of equity is in the cannabis industry while explaining that. So I just want to let everybody here know that I'm following the rules anyway, although <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> Going above and beyond as always. <laughs> So I'm, I'm hearing some frustration. I'm hearing some anger. Okay, right? there you go. Good. You got it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not completely tone deaf. Jeez, you know. <laughs> Let me ask you, Mary. Let's assume uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a risk here. Oh, what boy. if you're right? What if you're right okay. about all, all the, like all the bad I, I shit? I feel like I'm right. I feel like I'm right. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm 90% right, but continue. So what if, well, all right, maybe you feel, let me challenge that. Cause I'm sure there's days when you don't feel as discouraged about this stuff. So I, I'm assuming there's days when you feel a little more optimistic about it, but what if you're right? What if it's all fucked? How does that affect how you move in this and how you exist in this? I need to offer myself more kindness and offer myself more patience and be mindful that having community is crucial. Not being able to be around community like physically, like that energetic, like exchange has definitely made an impact. And I realized that literally last week, normally in this thing called the cannabis industry, you and I would have ran into each other at numerous events. We would have went off somewhere and told each other jokes. I would have made you laugh just to watch you laugh at yourself. Cause that makes me <laughs> laugh. Um, we would have laughed at someone on a panel saying stuff we already knew. And I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you would be in the middle of a high and wide something. I would be in the middle of a something somewhere. You know, that, that energetic exchange, that body chemistry, that touch, that after that, that's, that's part of what the community 
is for people that actually care about something in the space and for that to not be present right now sucks. I'll say that. Mm. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, especially because it's those people that remind us that, hey, we're not alone in this, right? That there's other people that are fighting this fight and trying to do the right thing despite the crazy odds, despite the obstacles that, you know, we're not insane, right? There's like other people who are like, oh yeah, we're right. (laughs) You know, this is the truth. We're on the right side of things and everyone else doesn't get it, you know? Um, Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. Let me ask you, I I, I know you only have a few minutes left, so I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna work my coaching magic. I gotta start coaching soon. (laughs) Coach me. It's funny because you said something earlier about, you know, just gratitude for the simple things of just, you know, the the privileges of being able-bodied, being of able mind. I have a, a, a friend and mentor who once said the secret to life is gratitude. And mm. I think he's right. Although sometimes it's hard to, to find that. Right. But I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go here with you, Mary. What's the highest power that you believe in? And you don't have to name it or, or whatever, but oh, yeah, just, I got just you. think about it. You, I'm ready. I believe in the power of the ancestors and universal forces that surround me. Um, I believe that there is a higher existence above our little measly, stupid human bodies and human minds. Uh, so that's where I go. That's where my my inspiration is. So I feel I, I feel that our existence is not just boop. We're here. I, and I have ways of having that be truth for myself because of my experiences of my spirituality. I'm not saying that what I know is everything, but I do recognize that there are people who um, do not have shared beliefs and I respect that, but I do believe that we are here um, and surrounded by a higher energy and a higher universal force. And so what does that higher energy universal force what are those ancestors in their best sense of love for you mary what do they want for you they want me to be happy and i'm happy i'm just tired and it's okay to be tired it's okay to be tired it's okay to be like whoo child you know the normal things that we would all do to recharge ourselves, I just haven't done. Like, I'm not, I'm not risking it to go on a plane to Peru, which is what I was supposed to do for my birthday. And I didn't because fuck coronavirus, coronavirus, couldn't do it. <clears throat> um, and then I was supposed to go to Chiselles, could not go. I was supposed to go to Kenya, could not go. My recharging is like being able to put my feet into the ocean and bask in the sun not bask in a New York beach um, and then get dehydrated because I decided to have um, a nutcracker uh, and not be able to swim in the water. (laughs) So being able to 
find the replacement for that is tough, you know? But when we talk about privilege, I'm mindful that I, I, I use my privilege, like having these nonprofits as part of that privilege. So no one can sit here and say, you're not using your privilege. I'm like, mm, untrue. Yes, I am. What I will say is that I still get tired. You still get tired. And I think that people have these weird views of people that they've read about in an article to be different, a different type of human being. And I'm just here to say, that's not it. That, that's not true. Um, whatever list you saw, whatever article you read, this item of being one of the few, one of the leaders in equity, quote unquote, I need you to be on the same team as what you've read about in an article. I don't need you to be like, she's got it, cool. No, I don't have it. This is still a real journey. You still should give a flying expletive about what's going on. And, you know, if you just view this as a, oh, this person's got it type of situation, I'm here to tell you, you can eliminate that from your brain. That's not what's happening here. You what do you say, think about that? You could say fuck on my show. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That was just fun. Here's what I think about that. I think I, I, I hear you, first of all. And and second of all, I think, look, I, I, I think it's easy for people to read those articles or to, to hear the stories of somebody like a Mary Pryor who's like doing a lot of good in the space and think, damn, how does she do it? She must be superhuman. She must, you know, I can't, like how, you know, and, and have these projections of like, you know, whatever, super strength, super ability, whatever. But the truth is we're all human beings, right? We all get tired. It's, if, you, if you're not getting tired and beat up and exhausted in doing this work, you know, I could argue maybe you're not doing it right. <laughs> mm. Maybe maybe you're not doing enough because um, it will wear you down. It will wear you out. It will, you know, discourage you, especially when you're taking responsibility beyond yourself, you know, taking responsibility for people that don't have as much privilege, for people that don't have as much ability for people that don't have the opportunity, right? Like it's heavy to carry that. You you gotta get tired. It's it's part of it's part of it. And so this is um, the best podcast I've been on. I love it. This is great. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I like my podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Mike Z guy, he's all right. <laughs> kind of what I'm hearing from you is just like, maybe it's a question of how, how are you creating the space for you to be tired or to be human or to even, you know, or to even go to the community and say, Hey, I need you to hold me up today. I, I need you to support me today. I, I need, I need you to give me a laugh or something. And I will add that I think it's incredibly courageous and brave of you to to hop on the show with me today and to be vulnerable and to share these like doubts and and the angst and and share kind of the 
you know, the, the less than perfect superstar image that I think so many people want to portray all the time. You know, I, I think in a way, like you're even being a leader in just modeling the, the vulnerability of like, hey, this is exhausting. This can be brutal. This can be tiring. So I want to honor you for that. Wow. Oh, that was great. That was great. Yeah, I, I think that if you can't be vulnerable as a human being and do it not just on your own, but on a podcast, then I don't know what you expect from these, from people out in this world today. So, you know, hopefully everyone who's listening like understands that like, you know, podcasts are cool. Like you can answer all the questions and be witty and snappy and say some profound shit and all that. But like, hey, like literally I hit Mike this morning. I was like, can we push this to a day in the future that I probably was not going to fulfill on? And then Mike was <laughs> like, are you, are you cool? And I was like, look, man, yeah, but I don't want to talk about no politics. I don't want to talk about, let's talk about zoos. Let's talk about something that is not related. Did you say Zeus? The cannabis. Yeah, no, like the zoo. The zoo. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't gone on the zoo in a minute. I like zoos. Um, you know, like let's talk about the dodo, which is my favorite um stress relieving thing to look at, which are like animals. The dodo. Yeah, that's amazing, Word. by the way. Don't don't laugh. You need to get into I'll it. Google that um, real quick. Okay, yeah, Google it. It's great. You get to watch. And then there's also this like website I want to start called white people bothering animals where like for some reason white people bother like wild animals that don't need you to bother them <laughs> and it's they a collection of videos where they like bother bears beavers groundhogs aardvarks you're like why is the aardvark yeah. in your living room the aardvark was fine being an aardvark the aardvark doesn't know who you are fam why are you doing so it's, it was literally going to be white people bothering animals.com I love it. They can't help it. They just need to colonize and, and pillage. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why is the frog in your house? The, the frog that came through the lake in your backyard was fine. It doesn't mean it wants you to bring it into your toilet. Like, I don't understand. So, yeah, that's what I want to start. White people bothering animals. <laughs> I would watch that. See, it sounds good to me. Um, and I know people are like, well, that's racist because black people bother animals. And I'm like, oh, no, we don't. We don't bother wildlife. Sorry. That, you, you won't show me a video where we're bothering a tiger. Okay. You show me that video. <laughs> <laughs> show me the show me the video. I want someone, I'll give you a hundred dollars. If you can DM me after you listen, there's a hundred dollar giveaway that's part of this con this, this, this podcast. You DM me a video of a, a person from the African diaspora bothering wildlife like white people do, I will Venmo you $100. Make sure you include that there is a $100 contest on your podcast. Um, you know, it's so funny. My entrepreneurial mind was just like, I'm about to call a black friend of mine and be like, yo, I'll give you 50 bucks to bother an animal. <laughs> <laughs> if I could film it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, 
you can't do that. That's disqualification. That's cheating. That's that's, that's big time cheating, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a question you really wanted to ask me and I didn't answer it? Oh, that's a great question. So let me think. What's my number one question for you? Nothing that I want to put out there in public. I, I, I have a bunch of funny stuff that I think would be like pretty funny to ask you about, but it would just be like talking about, you know, memories of past shenanigans from, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, we won't, I don't want to get into it, into it, but, and I don't have a question around it. I just think it was hilarious. Before we talked, I was thinking about that time at the governor's office and that meeting in New York which was just like all sorts of hilarious and just like one of those moments where it was, you know, simultaneously like, what the fuck? And also just like, oh my God, this is like, this is a movie. This is just like too funny to be real life. But um, <laughs> I, I don't think we need to talk about that. <laughs> I, I think know. that's a good idea. It's a good idea that you didn't want to bring that that's up. That's a good question. <laughs> Do you have any you questions for me, me Mary? Do you have any questions for me? No, I don't. I I I am I only have uh compliments for you. Thank you. Oh. I really I really enjoyed. I know. You see how I did that? Woo! I really appreciate being <laughs> I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you. I'm so proud of you. I'm about to approach um my own little uh break with cannabis um starting next week um let's see how long it goes i'm excited about that um yeah you are inspiring to me and you don't even know it thank you oh thank you so much well i do have one last question actually which is my oh wow my okay, classic well. didn't see that coming huh this <laughs> <laughs> is my classic closing question whenever i do any coaching which was what was the what was the highlight of our conversation, what's the biggest takeaway from you, for you? Making space to be vulnerable is okay. Because? Because I have to be true to myself and my feelings matter. How does it feel to say that? <laughs> um, emotional, um, yeah, pretty emotional. I need to be okay with that. And I'm okay with that. I just want someone else to know that I'm, I would like for people to know that I have feelings um, and being vulnerable isn't a bad thing. I actually needed to be able to say that out loud. Yeah, this was good. This was good. Wow, I gotta, I gotta tell my therapist, watch out. She got some competition in these streets. <laughs> I'll at your boy. No, I'm just kidding. I'll at your boy. <laughs> Mike Z coaching mixtape coming soon. Uh, I'm so glad that, all right. I'm glad that you got, you got something out of our time together, Mary. And I hope I did, that, of course I did. I hope you got that inspiration that you came for. I actually did. This was helpful. Oh, you helped me. You're like, did you hug yourself? Hug yourself. Giving you the air hug, you know, the air hug. Oh, thank you. This was great. This is the best like podcast I've been on for a minute. Wow. Thank you for being flexible. My Everyone pleasure. should do this. Also my contest. You can't cheat it. 
I'll yeah. know if I I'll know that you have hired someone black to do this thing. Don't do that. Don't do that. It has to be natural. It has natural. to be natural. <laughs> oh man. All right, Mary. Well, you know, it's funny because you've rescheduled on me like a billion times really to, to, to do this, right? And I was like, I was about to be like, yo, Mary, like, do we have beef? Did I like offend you or something? Like, no, damn. I just you don't want to talk about anything except fun things with you. And you were trying to give me like serious, like big time, like date um, 2020 interview question vibes. And I was like, I, I don't know if I got it in my system. But. Nice. Well, yeah, that stuff's boring. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. That, that's important stuff, but I'd rather have fun. And this was real. You know, we kept it real. And I appreciate you. And, you know, the timing worked out. This was the perfect time for us to talk, I think. Oh, it was in the middle of a pandemic. That's right. And I want to say, hit me up anytime if you need a little inspiration support or just to bullshit and laugh you know I'm yeah you're coach busy. I didn't I didn't you, you really you really coached <laughs> you really do know how to coach yeah I it's funny it. cannabis people don't know that because I, I <laughs> 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 they don't know that they're, they're like they don't know that's my business they were like there was always like Mike Z, what do you do? How do you how do you do the the events? Like, is this your full time thing? And I'm like, no, this was just for fun. Like, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm misunderstood too, Mary. That's that's what, you know. They don't get it. They don't get it. You know, I mean, like I, I feel like I did something today. Thank you. You should really do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like people should pay me for this or something. Like people that was radical. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your name again <laughs> <laughs> oh man i got we could go all day i'm just saying silly shit but let's just end on the high note <laughs> I, I feel like i did something today too because if if i if i gave you something then i feel like i'm doing my part in my small way at least for today you did this was great Hi, Mary. Have a great day. And for everyone listening at home, if you didn't know I coach, now you know. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. The cannabis business coach. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. Hi, Mike Z is. The cannabis business coach.